Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Fab Four Free For All. And welcome to a happy edition of the Fab Four Free For All. I am your moderator for tonight's episode, or today's episode, or whatever time you're listening to it. I am Mitch Axelrod, and I am joined by my friends, Rob Leonard. Hello. And Tony Chiguardo. Hi, friends. You are happy. I am. And peppy. And, and bursting with, with love. love. Thank you. Mm. What jumps and rolls? A frog with a hernia. <laughs> uh, and <laughs> Remembering Gary Marshall. Yes. Oh, yeah. Aww. Aww. Anyhow, anywho, as my mother-in-law would say, tonight we're going to do a little bit of a different episode. You know, sometimes... Uh, in the summer, you know, in the summertime when the weather is hot, we will tend to do a little bit of a lighter show, something fun. Uh, no, this is not going to be Brown Cow, Brown Chicken, Brown Cow Part 2. Uh, I wish it was because, you know, <laughs> it'd be kind of cool. How you doing? Uh, How you, you doing? doing? It's right. But this is going to be a show on um, songs that the three of us, and I'm sure many of you, go to when you need cheering up. Beatles songs, not solo songs. And, you know, it doesn't have to be no, a happy No, no, I have solo songs. I have to have solo songs in this. Well, then it's, all, all right, then it's Beatles or solo songs. I didn't do any solo, okay. but Rob doesn't listen to us in email. I do. So. We generally <laughs> say Beatles. We actually usually just See, I the consider group. the solo stuff Beatles, too. So. All right, well, you know That's what? That's why I do Beatles You're songs happy every stuff? Friday and play solo and Oh, my Beatles God, you music. have to have that plug WHPC, in there, right? WHPC, CNN.com. Right, and, and when I'm on WCWP 88.1 right. FM on Monday nights. Beatle tracks, of course. Beatle tracks from 7 to 9 p.m., yeah. Streaming on WCWP.org, I will also play solo music as well. And when I'm on the toilet, <laughs> listening to both of these idiots, <laughs> and phoning us into complaining, I need them. cheering up. Well, here we go, cheering up songs. Uh, and again, this you know, I don't know what these guys. It's five or six or seven, whatever. I chose. Well, I think six. we. I think we can talk about the concept for each of us in our lives. Each of us had different experiences with the Beatles in general with the music. So they're, with they're, a topic like this, there's always that element of obviously connecting it to our personal sure. experience and how the band overall is kind of, I don't know if it's just the go-to songs, but for all of us, I'd say they are probably the go-to band most of the time. Many Mo- times. Many like, times. For example, and it's not, it doesn't fit this topic, but um, years ago I was riding in a car with this girl I knew, a bunch, bunch of other people in the car. And I just started to sing, You Won't See Me. It wasn't that. And she said, no, I will no, not. No, Bye-bye. But, but she, I, I started to sing, and I, I stopped singing. She goes, no, no, start singing it again. And she started to do the, the background harmony. And uh, many times when I hear this song, or that, uh, You Won't See Me, I think of that time that. Yeah. when she just came in and started to do the ooh-la-las. And I'm like, wow, that was, you know, that was unplanned. It wasn't like we sat down, let's do this. It was very spontaneous. It was, and it's something I think about often when I play that song. So. Now, there are some positive, upbeat, happy songs that make us sad. For instance, I don't know about you guys, but unfortunately, uh, a really upbeat song like Starting Over makes me sad. Right, me too. Uh, because yeah. of the circumstances surrounding it. Good point. Also, it, be, you it, know, it, so it's weird that you can think of a song so, the one that makes you want to dance yeah. in your in your tracks, which I did when it came out as a right. single when he was alive, and then after the experience of him being killed, that song, as happy and peppy as it is, becomes a sad song for me. So it's weird the way you can think of... Sometimes, though, if I hear it on the radio, 
I won't think of the sad part of it, and I'll right. go back to. Right. So it's weird how a cer- one song can evoke a lot of different emotions at whatever time in the life or, or day and, and, you're in. And it also, and this talks about you know how songs can change too. Think about that song, and when that album came out, it changes uh, the way you look at the album after John was murdered. Yes, because of what John was singing about. A lot Starting of starting over. Yeah, but His just last song, beautiful boy, and yeah. and watching the wheels and all these other songs. You know, it changed how people looked at that album. Not just us, but you know, reviewers. They went back to the review. And well, we revisionist, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which I didn't like. I didn't like it either because it was obvious they did it because but, of the circumstance. But yeah, but the circumstances changes the way sometimes you look at a song. That's true. Which is interesting because for me, I think when Milk and Honey came out, you figure that's going on four years later, right? And it was different. I mean, I, I think if anything, it was almost the opposite effect. You were so overjoyed. To have new music. To have yep. new John music. That to me, I'm stepping out and nobody told me, oh, nobody told me always makes me smile. Me yes, too. It does. Always. But that also had a great video, which they changed since. When they re-released uh, Lennon Legend, they, they put in different videos and stuff. But you remember there was this thing in, in Nobody Told Me where he kicks, and it, it matched the drum beat. Yes. And yes. I'm like... That was really, you know, it's not something you can plan yeah. until you see the footage and say, oh, look, and he kicks it. But it was yeah. really, I agree with you. When that came out, it was, it was a happy time. It really it was, was, It was yeah. new John Lennon music. And yes. Well, you were over the, yeah. not over, but the, you yes. were ready to embrace something new. And when Yoko released that, we didn't know that was even out. I mean, and back then, I don't think we even knew that was circulating or about to circulate. What, the video? No, no, no. The, the album Milk and Honey. I don't remember ever like hearing, wow, you know, th- there's this new John Lennon album coming out. Well, John had said that the next album was going to be called Milk and Honey. Yes, in, in but interviews. we didn't know that it would actually come out after he died or right. killed. Well, no, yeah, no, no the, we didn't you know. know until close to the release that yeah, was, and then was she was preparing. Yeah, it was, right. it, was, it was very quiet the way they so, put together. So yeah. the point is that, you know, there are certain songs that can evoke a myriad of emotions. And songs when we're young, we look at different than when we're, when we're older. Correct. Yeah. yeah. It ends up, for me, it, it forms the foundation of, of my list most Of everything, yeah. Although it's, it's two extremes. No, I'll get to it. But okay, no, you know what then, Tony? Why don't we start with you? <clears throat> oh, what all right. What are your top yeah. five, six, seven songs? Well, it's, it's a weird situation for me because in most instances, it's, it's contextual in a sense that... You mean the sound of the well, song? Or no, the... not that. It's songs taken together. Like, to me, this wasn't cheating, and it wasn't like, I'm just going to take a quick, cheap way out on this. This was really genuinely, sincerely, when I think about four or five Beatles songs taken together as a dose that are going to make me just be overly happy. A dose of rock and roll? It's a, yeah. No. So what do you do? You take the it's, whole album of Revolver? It's, no. It's the Beatles' second album. Oh, okay. It's side one of the Beatles' second album. Pure joy. Pure joy. Pure joy. And it has to do with my youth. You know, it was one of the first... Beatle albums that I had. It starts off with Roll Over Beethoven. It starts right? off with Roll Over Beethoven. It was one of the first Beatles albums I had. I had Pepper. Right. Excuse me. And I think I went to, I think it was 65 and, and the second album after that. And 65, you know, has some you know, morose stuff. It's got well, Babies in Black, I'm a Loser. I'm a Loser, you know, No Reply. No I Reply. Mean, but this one... Up-tempo with, with negative lyrics. Yeah. But yeah. here, you know, side one... Roll over Beethoven, thank you, girl. You really got a hold on me. Devil in her heart, money, and Dave you Dexter. can't do that. Yeah, I mean, 
You know, and the, yeah, you know, and Dave Dexter. Yeah, but you know, that, okay. that's part of the charm. It is part of the charm. It's a rock and roll record. I think of the book by Dave Marsh that I was so... Oh, I remember that little book. That little, you know, second album. Yeah, he has fun. (laughs) Yeah, he has fun with it. And side two loves it. And side two, long tall Sally, I call your name, please, Mister Postman, I'll get you. And she loves you. You know, again, it's just um, imagine having the album closer if she loves you. (laughs) Right. Yes. The closer. Right. Yeah. And to jump ahead for me a little bit, and as I say, for me, a lot of this is in context because of having it when I was a kid. And also, too, with my band, we performed money. We did You Can't Do That. I performed for money. We, nice. We horsed around with, we no, we did Please Mr. Postman. We horsed around with You Really Got a Hold on Me from time to time. We These were songs that, as I grew up, you know, and grew older, these were things that just really became regular parts of my, so you associated that with the happy instances of playing with people and whatnot. But going to like a whole different era and a whole different side of things, as individual songs, this, I'm gonna gonna watch Rob's reaction on this. This really, the first time I heard this, I laughed my ass off, was what a shame Mary Jane had a pain at the party. Oh, here we go. That is- Cracked me the hell up. That's not a cheer up song for me. No, but I know what he's talking about, and I'll, I'll fill you in. Because it's just, it's silly. It is, but you've loved that song since I've known you. Yeah. You've played it on your radio show yes. before it was legally allowed oh, to absolutely. be. absolutely. And if you listen to it and you take a step back and you don't have to be high to enjoy no, it. No, not it, at it's all. It's kind of a fun song. I argue well, what's that they the were difference between I dig a pony in that? Nothing. Right. Well, lyrically, I mean, you know, she liked well, to be married a, with Yeti. Yeah, I Dig know. Dig a better song. He grooving such cookie yes. spaghetti. You know, it's... Yes, but I mean, the lyrics are, like he says, No, that's, that's the only oh, me down. Don't let me down, yeah, right. But Sorry, wrong okay. one. <laughs> no, but I mean, uh, on the uh, on, I Dig a Pony, you know, I roll a lowly. I mean, you know, he right. Was, he was, just, he was right. just flipping just words around. Correct. But what a shame, Mary Jane. What's the new Mary Jane? But you've loved that song as long as I've known you. You've played on, like I said, your show. And I've never been a huge fan of it. I enjoy it. I liked what they did on the anthology, sort of making it the shorter version. Very short. Which is important because it's like 12-bar original. As a six-minute song, it's aimless. But as a three-minute song, it's okay. It's okay. Still a little aimless. Well, you know, also, you don't notice where exactly they stole it from. Right, right, right. In three minutes, it's like, okay, what Uh, song they steal from? From? By the time you get to the six minutes, oh, okay. Ah, Booker T and the MGs, you know. Um, And and again, taking that into consideration what what you just said with, um, with anthology, a lot of what I find, like, brings me joy still to this day as a Beatles fan are the diamonds that got uncovered and showed up. I know where you're going. Yeah, like, for me, leave my kitten alone. I hear that, and I just I just get I it. thought you were going to say Anya Burke can sing giggling. The, the giggling version. That's that one hysterical. makes me laugh. But I can't for help me, it. for me, Anya Burke can sing is one of my top three Beatles songs. So that right. always just makes me happy because right. it's that song. So that and the anthology version, that was like icing on the cake. Well, the, the funny thing about the anthology version is there's a really nice version without the giggles. Yes. And if yeah. you, what's the thing where you, um, with the needle? It takes more than that. Phasing? Yeah. yeah it yeah, takes yeah. a little more than that. Yeah. yeah some some people have done it. And, yeah, it's but wonderful. It's an, but each version, uh, the laughing version is like, like, this is like such an insight into the band at the yeah. time. But yeah. the track well, underneath, hello. the track yeah. underneath was very good too. Yeah, before they, birdsy. before they, yeah, and before they changed it. So leave my kitten alone again. When we found it, when it showed up, and it was like new thing, 
on sessions. It was right. like, you know, mind-blowing. You know my name, look up my number. The anthology version, I always liked the B-side, but the anthology version was just like, oh, my God. Right. Again, funny and fun. And the, the other one for me was Soldier of Love. When that bootleg came out the first time, the BBC Soldier Studio of Love. Sessions? BBC Sessions, yeah. Studio Sessions Volume 2, I think. Might have See, been my, on that. My, yeah. I think it is on there. But it wasn't as good quality no, as not broadcasts. No. Broadcasts was When good. it came out on broadcast. I have one that says Decker Audition Tapes, but yes, it's not. It's, it's a, a BBC. Mine is no, the old bootleg yeah, with the orange cover yes. of them on the beach at hell. Yeah, it had the John version of um, Honey, Honey Don't. Don't. Yeah. yeah. But when we first heard A Clean Soldier of Love, yeah. Yeah. I just, I couldn't stop playing it. I couldn't stop playing And to this day, it, it just, I get a ear to ear It's brain. a great version. Yeah. And, to this day, you know, as much yeah. as Baby It's You was a nice choice for a single, Soldier of Love was Baby It's You was not a nice choice for a single, but that's a different show. And it's funny, but a lot of my cheer up songs are John's, oddly enough. Okay. Which okay. is strange. I Which didn't are? realize that. Because there's a I lot of Angry John oh. songs, too. Yeah, there are a lot of Angry John songs. You can't do that as You can't do that as an Angry John song. Run for your life is a, you know. But you well, can't do that. Bitch. But you can't do that on the second album. It's just so, it's just a, a raver in it a is. way. It is. A raver it's definitely weighs you know. Anyway. So, so okay. Robert? that's what makes Tony happy. Tony okay. Ralph. Um, Sorry, women make me happy. <laughs> nice. And sad. Uh, no, but actually, what the thing is, you just you have you get the women. Oh, as with me now, it's one woman, but you have the one while you're listening to the songs. That's what makes you happy. Uh, is he doing Barry White or Henry Kissinger? I'm not, it's sort of it's sort of what happens if, if Barry White ate Henry Kissinger. It's sort of what would happen. That would make him happy. That would make him happy. Oh, God. Go. Okay. If I'm feeling down. You're feeling blue. Oh, God. <laughs> you don't know what to do, but you do know what to do. Take no. a dose of rock. No. Sorry. The song that I go to when I'm a little down and I need a lift, seriously, is Hey Jude. Really? Hey, yes. Hey Jude. To yeah, take Rob, a sad song Rob and make it better. Before. I didn't. No. I'm not, Rob said definitely said that. I, yeah. it, that's like, to me, no offense to you at all. Yeah. But I was thinking of that, and I'm thinking, no, it just it's too obvious because take a sad song and make it. No, but but, it, but the it song does, also has a, a sense of community. You know, the chorus, you know, the na na nas at the end with everyone coming in. There's a sense of community on that song, uh, and then also the video. If you want to add to it, where they had all the different types of people, different groups, and everything. But to me, it's always been a, you know, I'm feeling down. Okay, I'm going to put on Hey Jude. Okay, uh, and, and to me, it's it's. And it's, seven minutes later, I'm better. Well, you know. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm no, but in a way, it is. And I, I used to, when I think of the songs, I've looked into this many different times and research and stuff. You know, John Lennon always thought it was about him from Paul. Paul said it was well. I started about Julian, but it's more about me. I I tend to agree with that maybe Paul wrote it for his friend, and included himself mm, too because sure. he was in a in a certain situation too. Maybe. Well, the thing about the song, too, is despite how the song's addressed, it's also, I, I don't say this to sound hokey, but there's a universality in the idea that when you're talking to yourself to give yourself a boost, right, right. you're talking about yourself in the third person, usually. Yeah, yeah. You know, come on, come on, Tony. You know, sp- right. Wake yeah, up. Yeah. feel better. Let's go Snap out so, of it. Yeah. yeah. So there's that element to Hey Jude and the way the lyric is written. Yeah. So to me, it's, I've had people call me up on the show. And they say, well, I don't, I don't feel well. You know, can I have a song to lift me up? And I'll play Hey Jude. And he plays times. Lift Me Up by yeah. <laughs> Jeff Lynn. Jeff, yeah, Jeff Lynn played doing Lift Me Up. Staying in the same tradition, George Harrison's Blow Away. Uh, it's, 
it's also I didn't do I, solo stuff. I, I didn't either, either but I, I know I That's I would agree. One. Yeah, to me that is the one. That is the one where if you, just the way it sounds, even if you don't hear the lyrics, the sound matches the lyrics, which is so hard to do sometimes in a song where you have that feel. It's almost like you're floating a little bit on on that song. If I if I may add this because of how timely it was. I don't know, two weeks ago, as of the taping of the show, people may know, and you know, obviously, that I work in a suburban library in the media area. Right. And um, people, you know, we have a large CD and and DVD collection. And I had a patron come in, honestly, six or seven days ago. She walked in the door, walked over to me at the desk and said, Tony, you're really good with songs. What's the George Harrison album with the song Blow Away on it? She's like, I heard it on some 70s station, and oh my God, it's the most feel-good, cheer-up, happy song I think it I've is. ever heard. Yeah. This was a week ago. so It really is it, a cheer-up song. Yeah. And yeah. the video's fun. Yeah, so that a, adds to the fun and cheeriness of the, vi- of the song. Yeah, and it and, really does. And it was released as a single. didn't do that great as a single, but it, it did okay. It went top 40. Yeah, it was, it was good. And the album is, you know, we've talked about the album with Russ Teitelman when we had him on song, right, yeah. uh, the George Harrison album. It fits that album very well also. But to me, it's a great setup song to, does music actually cure you? Maybe at the moment it does, but this song feels it actually could cure you. Yeah. Blow away, yeah. blow away, blow away. Something very simple. I like the feeling of Old Brown Shoe. I like yeah. the way... I wear them. Yeah. <laughs> they feel I, good. I, they feel I, good. I like the feel of the song... The opposites, but it's about a girl, and it's just, it's about stepping out, to quote the line, step out of this old brown shoe, baby, I'm in love with you. So it's about breaking away, sort of, from where you are. And it's got one of the most fun George Harrison lines, for your sweet top lip, I'm in the queue. Which I didn't know for years and years and years. Because I didn't know what a queue was, what What a fun... You know, it's a, it's, I mean, that's like... But wait a minute, so he's online lines. waiting to kiss her, as others are? Yeah. Okay. But yeah. It's, but it's that a, would cheer me up. But it's a great sounding song. I mean, you got yep. this great bass playing in there, and you got George's guitar solo is fantastic. But it, it feels good, and it's just, it's about breaking away a little bit, too. And to me, that's I've always enjoyed that song. Another song that makes me happy is Good Times Coming, Feel the Sun which is from Press to Play from Paul McCartney. That is a good song. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, it's so funny because among the solo Beatles stuff, you're nailing, you know, that's... Pretty much nailing, yeah. 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 And, and it's, it's, it's a two-part song that Paul does great by making it into one continuous song. It's about looking back, but also kind of looking forward and have the sun, which they've used as a metaphor as making you feel better, you know, the warmth of the sun. And that's the Beach Boys. Yeah, well, that's that's something else. I always like the feel of that. I, I wish Paul would like the album better than yeah. he does, but that's you know something, something else. Yeah, it's a whole other ball game. And a song I like, and it's part of it again. It's the sound of it, but it's also the way John sings it for Yoko. It's 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 great love song too. I mean, you can change the name if you want to sing it to your girlfriend or whatever. But oh, Yoko, you know, it's it's just these mundane type of things in the middle of the dream, middle of a shave, whatever, and he's calling out her name. And it just, to me, it's such a perfect thing about how he feels about Yoko. There's nothing fancy-schmancy about it. It's so interesting and with then that the, song. The piano, the piano was so good on that song, and then the harmonica at the end, which he hadn't really done 
anymore really with the harmonica. He didn't do it a lot at that point. I think it really fits in with the the funness of the song. He was, mm-hmm. you know, he's a little embarrassed by it, I think, because it was such a pop song. That would have been a, a nice second single, but you know, he wouldn't do that. And Imagine was the only thing, and then actually, that Imagine didn't get released till '75 in Great Britain. Do you think that with something like Oh Yoko, the one thing that always I always found interesting is that the repetitiveness, normally repetitiveness in a song drives me crazy. But I find that maybe it's because of the drive of the rhythms of the beat of the song. It has no middle eight. No, it doesn't. The song has no middle eight. It's but, just, but you know, a lot of Bob Dylan songs but, don't either. That's true, too. You know, it is a point. great drive. Not, not a driving song. It right. is a good driving song. Yeah. But it it, it Oh, yeah. It drives. Hops you along. Yeah, it's, it does. It's odd, but did anybody find, like, I don't find whatever gets you through the night necessarily to be a cheer-up song. I don't. I almost had that on my list. Did you really? Okay. I did. And, and I, re- I don't. And the reason I had it is it's also a, a realization that whatever gets you through it's all right. He, he's sort of given up and moving on. That's what I, well, that's I thought. That's interesting. It's a resignation to your own. That it's time to move on. You know, maybe you've been somewhere too long. And also accepting what other people do, too. Whatever gets it's all right. It's your money. I actually yeah. find the production yeah. on that a little annoying. But the, the saxophone yeah. on is the reason why I almost had it on there. Yeah. It's because it's a, it's such a bouncy song. Oh, it's, but I think I find it too frenetic. Yeah, Maybe. a little bit. I think it's but you know, when we were, remember Maybe. we were hanging out a few weeks ago and, and we heard an earlier version of it yeah. and we were talking about, okay, we, that's where the chord progression's from. Yeah. If he played it slow, I wouldn't think that way. You know, if he played it the original way that he right, was that he writing had written it. written it, yeah. 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 And then he sped it up and made it a hit. You know, he or Elton. <laughs> or Elton, whatever. Right. But because... No, I have a feeling it's him. This is not a don't-come-easy thing. No, uh, he Well, works. Elton came in and said, yeah. that's the one I want to play on. Yeah, because yeah. he works with it for uh, so many takes yeah. in yeah. the slow version. Yeah, he the slow um, version was like, okay, we know those chord yeah, we were talking just a about. a bit. We yeah. know exactly where that was stolen from. Yeah. Uh, well, at least borrowed from. Yeah. Yeah, Go borrowed. ahead, bro. So my last one, and it, it, it's another George Harrison song, Love Comes to Everyone. It's it's a song when you if you're you're down about you know relationships or something and um, it's, it's, that whole album to me whole is album. a cheer up album. Yeah. But it it is. But those is two songs in particular. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, love it, comes he, to everyone. He just got married and he had a. You can say your love is forever too, but I went with love comes to everyone yeah. as a, a a song that says you know what, don't worry, love yeah. comes to everyone. And that's and that's the the idea too. I mean, even blow away doesn't necessarily. Like, you don't want to go to it and say, oh, well, it's, it's a spiritual, it's a God song, you know. But there's something about Blow Away that to relate to the song, you don't need to have a specific loved one. All I've got to do is to love right. you. All I've got to be is be happy. It's almost kind of like a little, there's a universality again. Well, if, if you to listen that. to what George said, and I never believed totally about it, but he always said his love songs were to God. Yeah. I never oh, believed yeah. all that. But, but, you, you, but you whether know. it's to God or to a specific person right. on Blow Away and on Love Comes to Everyone... When he talks about love, yeah. it's just don't worry. It's gonna you'll you'll it's you'll okay. get there. It's yeah. it's good. It's all good. So that's um, I had a couple others, but uh, I'll, I'll let them. Uh, well, we're gonna we're gonna take a break. Okay. Because we've made everybody very happy. <laughs> so we're gonna take a break right now, and then we're gonna come back with mine because uh, you know sad songs say so much. So uh, oh, don't worry, be happy. Thank you, Bobby. Happy, happy, happy. Wow. 
right, thank you. We are going to take a break definitely now so I can go throw up. And uh, we will be right back with happy and cheery songs once Tony stops singing right after this. Shut up! Thank you. Hi, folks. This is Tony from Fab Four Free For All. As Mitch has mentioned several times, the cast of Fab Four Free For All do not profit in any way doing these shows for all of you. In fact, we actually lose money because of studio time and other production expenses. Now, we have looked into show sponsors, but for a number of reasons, we've decided it would be in the best interest of all of us, including you, our listeners, not to have sponsored ads in our shows. So, what we've done is set up a Patreon account. Patreon is a crowdfunding platform that allows artists to obtain funding from patrons on a recurring basis. Now, it can be as little or as much as you think you can send to us for the work that we put into providing quality Fab Four free-for-all shows. Now, we know that we have thousands of worldwide listeners, and if each of you just contributed a dollar a month, that's just 25 cents per episode, we would have enough to retire and not have to do these shows. <laughs> Sorry. Seriously, though, we've gotten some great feedback from everyone about how much these shows mean to you, and we feel the same way. But it would be nice if we could break even in terms of costs so that we can continue to bring these shows to you in a timely fashion. Yeah, I know, we can be delayed every once in a while, but that's because, as John Lennon so beautifully said, life is what happens to you while you're busy making other plans. But we do vow to make every effort to have a quality show to you every week. We only ask that everyone go and visit Patreon.com to at least check out what it's all about and to see if you can contribute a little something in return for all the hard work and effort that we put into these shows for you. Just do a search for Fab Four Free For All and tell us that you give a buck about what we do. Thanks to all of you for being such great loyal listeners. We're back and happier than ever because we've just had fun dip. <laughs> Sorry, it's a wow a fun, fun dip. It's pure sugar, lickamade. Yeah, it's yeah. pure sugar, and then you lick it with a sugar stick. Stick, right? <laughs> that sort of tastes like soap sugar. But could you uh, get yeah, any more was, diabetes? The, the stick was never the best thing to eat. The no. stick was sort of like after you'd eaten all of the powder. I still love the pixie sticks, pixie but you sticks. just went around. <laughs> Doing hits of sugar <laughs> that they said it's pink, it's blue. Oh my god! And then everybody wondered why their kids all ran around going, "I love the Beatles! I love the Beatles! I love the Beatles!" <laughs> the songs didn't make them happy. It was the freaking pixie sticks and the and also the syrup in the wax yeah, the, bottles. Yeah, nickel. Oh, I never yeah. liked that. Oh, I never well, liked... no, you got. Blah, blah, blah. Hey, you know, with the Beatles, with the Beatles, with the Beatles. And I never liked the wax lips either. No, the wax no, lips. I never lip understood. Didn't do anything. They didn't do anything. Yeah, but the, the wax with the liquid inside after you had pixie yeah. stick and did the bottles you were gone <laughs> mom why, why is Mitch running around the neighborhood naked <laughs> the candy man was here <laughs> who can take rainbow and then what do you do just when you settle down you hear <laughs> you, you hear Mr. Softy coming around the <laughs> with you in the ice cream truck copyright <laughs> Seven, eight, okay. Anyway, we're back. We digress a little. Because, you know, sometimes we go on tangents and cosine and secants. Wow. But anyway, I'm going to give you some of mine. Now, you know, in, in keeping with uh, what Tony said, while we were talking, it, it struck me that the whole BBC Volume 1 album, because you said Soldier of Love, when BBC Volume 1 came out, live at the BBC, 
That would, to me, just, I mean, I put it on and I smile from ear to ear. I don't care if it's the, you know, the room, uh, all that talking. I love all of it. Yeah, it just, too. it makes me uh, smile, yeah. the whole album. Yeah. On air, not yeah. so much. It right. sort of took a little air out of that BBC bubble. But the volume one, I always go to. That's a go-to happy album. Yeah. Because I'll the sheer joy that. of the Beatles playing, you hear their joy. Yeah, and a lot of the stuff was from... You know, 63. Correct. Before they were jaded by the mania. Yeah. But the, and the, I think the importance of that, too, for us as being really, really longtime fans is that it lends a certain air of intimacy to the Beatles experience. Right. That, that's, you know, hearing the, that, the announcer right. stuff. And, and they had uh, fun with the announcer. Yeah. And also yeah. The, the thing about the BBC that I think is that they know they're being heard on right. the BBC by their friends in Liverpool. And I think that was very important to him and, and the rest of England. You know, when they would come here to the States, they had to figure out who the uh, interviewer was. You know, was, was it a guy who had to work, you know, talk about Beatle wigs? Or was it like someone like Larry Kane who actually asked some intelligent questions? Right, right. And I've been going most through- Most of the bu- questions are mundane. Yeah. I've been going through a lot of stuff just for my show. And this, so many hair questions or Beatle oh, wig God, questions, yeah. especially in or when the early times of 64. The bubble burrs. And, yeah. and they're, they're having fun with it, but it's not the same as, do they have Beatle wigs in Great Britain? I mean, I, I don't, don't even not, know. Not the way it was here. No. Uh, so, I thought they did, actually. Uh, they might have, but, but it wasn't like- Yeah, Markham and Weiser. Who's the, yeah. No, Ken Dowd is wearing yeah. one, right? Dodd. Dodd, Ken Dodd. Ken Dodd. Yeah. So I think you know, they know who they're talking to because they listen to them, too. Yeah. yeah. So I think that yeah. was part of it. Just the enjoyment of being on, you know, the Beeb. Yeah. One thing I just want to say about the BBC, because I know we've done a review of it, but a few years ago, they cleaned it up. They fixed it. When Volume 2 came out, for those who don't know, Volume 1 was fixed. All the overlapping stuff cut out. It was individual songs. And they also found some much better versions Uh, along the way. Yes. So for those who say, oh, I already have it because I bought it in 1994. I don't need it again. Well, you might want it because the cleanup was extremely well done. Yeah. So just to, just to let people know. In the vein of what's the new Mary Jane, I hated it when it came out. It was spooky as hell to me. But you know my name. Look up the number. Now, yeah. when I hear it, it brings me such joy. Oh, yeah. Because now it's yeah. a blah, 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 blah. You know, I didn't I understand it when I was a kid. Right. Now as right. a musician, right. you said as we get older, and now as a musician and being older, I love this song. That's why I was so happy with the anthology version. Right. Because you got the reggae bit that wasn't Everything. in the right. original. Exactly. And, wow. and you know why it was cut? Because they were going to release it as a single, and you couldn't yeah. have a 542 song as a single. Right. But you had 706 with Hey Jude? Yeah, but this is a different song. But I can see why John cut where he cut. And that's the beauty part, too. What John is saying, okay, well, we're going to put this out as a single, so we got to make sure everything is right about it. Right. You know, it wasn't just, oh, put it out. Right. You know? And one thing I don't like about, you know my name, look up the number. Is it look up the number or my number? Because the picture sleeve says one thing, and That's the right. says That's another. Right. The record says another. Thank That's you. right, right. Wow. Correct. George had the f- uh, fade out at the end, the grumbling part. Yeah. Uh, that, that was faded out on Anthology 2, where on the single it, it goes on a to little To its more. logical yeah. ending, yeah. Yeah, yeah so, so that makes me smile. Also, speaking of the second album, I Call Your Name, I like it because it reminds me, I, I know I'm jaded for this, but I like... It reminds me of the Beatle cartoons, only because one of my favorite episodes is Ringo has a frog named Bartholomew. And when, okay. they, when they play I Call Your Name in that episode, 
he's calling his name during them singing. And he's going, Bartholomew, Bartholomew. And it just always <laughs> made me laugh. So now whenever I, you know, I call your name, I just automatically in the car, I'll go, Bartholomew. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's silly, but, that's very funny, but that though. makes me laugh. But that makes you happy, and that's it does. we, we See, talked I, about how things change or continue. Yeah. And I just write the space balls. <laughs> My name is Barf. It's short for Bartholomew. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Anyway, let me get back to the uh, my list because I have a bunch. All my loving, and by the oh, way, yeah, all of my ones that I'm going to say now are all pre pepper. I can't help it. That's just the ones I chose. They're pre pepper. I, I thought the Beatles. I don't have think pepper. any of us have dipped past pepper as Beatles. I mean, I, I went with Hey Jude and Old Brown. Oh right, 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 right. Okay, I'm sorry, it's so sorry. But but rarely because you know what? Not that they weren't happy and peppy and bursting with love, but after Pepper, they got more serious as musicians, and their joy maybe wasn't as exuberant as some of the early stuff. That's all. Back then, they were in the early days. They were all in the studio at the same time playing, and it maybe as they you know learned how to use a four track and. They maybe weren't all there at the same time. So. Right. So All My Lovin', uh, it's fast-paced. It's a great bopping song. Um, that cold opening, when you hear it either on the radio or a CD, you know, that close, it's, oh, my God. The double track closure, I, I just, you know right away I'm going to be dancing. I am. Unless you're listening to the German version. With, with the, the four hi-hat. Most people are not. Five. Five. Yeah, where you hear Five, sir. Closure. Closure. It's like stop. <laughs> well, that's why Paul counted the five on the Sullivan. Show. Yes, he right. counts the five on that. Right. So. Yeah. Three. But, sir. but you know, well, you know where I also like that that song. It's there's that scene in a hard day's night when they're playing it, yeah. and they just look. Well, they cut they, right to the. They, they just look so like the coolest band in the world. Yeah. You know, they just were. You know, they're sitting there well, talking. Right. They're, they, that's the party scene. Yeah. That whole first. party scene was just. So well edited and so and, and all my loving is right in the middle of that. Yeah, the other album that's kind of happy too because it's so, it has and I love her on it and if I fell and stuff. Yeah, but, man. but there's moments on on something new. I mean, can't buy me loves another happy yeah. track too. It's not on that, but anyway. Got to get you into my life always. Again, the bold brass at the beginning. <clears throat> I mean, it really when McCartney did it in '79, it didn't have the same effect for me. Because the brass at that point, I think it actually was keyboard at that point. I think it was, but they had the brass there. They, yeah, you know. but I know. I, I, I didn't, well, maybe it was the brass. It wasn't as powerful. I don't know. When, when it's mixed on revolver, it just hits you in the face like, you know, a punch. Well, and, and that, I'm always, I wrote, if driving, the steering wheel or dashboard instantly become my drums. Mm. Instantly. And I just love that. So another one for me is I should have known better. Yeah, that's one for me, too, actually. A perfect Good. pop song that always makes yep. me smile. Good. It's a great sing-along song. Yes, it is. Even though the lyrics are not necessarily always positive. Right. <laughs> the right. music is. Yeah. And that, to me, it doesn't matter. what the, Sometimes the lyrics can be totally not positive, which I'll get to another one, but the music makes me smile. See, I always love the, I think a lot of John's harmonica songs are, Maybe. Thank You Girls, another one. Yes, that, but that, Little Child for me doesn't do it. True. But what's that EP that has... Um, uh, is it Million Sellers or number or, or Beatles one? Hits? or There's one of the mono EPs that has Thank You Girl on it. Yeah. And it, it's just a great EP. It's another one of those, like, happy songs, like for, yeah. for woo, you know. Yeah, but anyway. it is. Yeah. One that I think is one of my favorite Beatles songs of all time. Mm-hmm. Anytime at all. Yeah. Again. Something new. All of these are cold openings, you know. If you think about it. That's true, yeah. And also, you know. 
close your and any time at all with that opening drum beat snap okay. boom yeah. I'm in and it's a driving I don't mean driving physically driving yeah. it's a driving rock song and it's I just love it it rocks and I always sing and it just makes me smile all the time another one for no reason other than it's a perfect pop song is you're gonna lose that girl even though it's that's that's a happy song. No, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, like I said, it doesn't always have to be a right. happy to make right. me happy. Oh, okay. The music can make me happy, even though it's about losing someone. You know, it's a, you know, if you don't treat her right, she's you, she's done with you. But you know what? It's still a happy song to me. It makes me smile. And what the about one, bongos, uh, bongos. I don't like that bongo. <laughs> don't don't go there. You had to go there. Now you just made me sad. <laughs> now whenever I think of it, I'm going to think of that no, totally no, out of tune bongo, bongo crap. You just blew it. Wait. Uh, crossed off. The I list. just crossed it off the list. <laughs> well, it's like, well, I really love eight days a week, even the one on one. No, uh, all right. I just crossed that one off. The, I just crossed that off. Yes, I listen all the way until the end until I mess it up. And here's one that I said, it's kind of weird. This one, but I'm a loser. Really? Yes, because it's negative lyrics. Sending it to the shrink. With a str- no, <laughs> really? With a, what makes with, you happy, Mitch? No, I'm a loser. A, <laughs> with a strong musical beat. I said, sometimes I need cheering up by self-deprecation. Okay. If you, you grow hair in your hands up? if you do that a lot. No, I say that. <laughs> Although I have very hairy problems. No, I, say, I always feel good after the song because, you know, sometimes you ever go out with someone and... You know you're never going to see her again because you did something wrong. And you're like, ah, oh, damn it, I'm such a freaking loser. And then you hear that and you go, that's ah, okay then. Um, I'm going to pose a very personal question. With this <laughs> Mitch, are you still going out with women? <laughs> no. Does your wife know that? <laughs> no. But you know what song, if you're going to bring up I'm a Loser, uh, I Don't Want to Spoil the Party has a similar feel. Yes. You know? Yes, but I'm yeah. a Loser always makes me happy because Interesting. sometimes I feel like, you know, Crap! I just screwed that up, and then I put this song on. I'm like, "All right, John's I'm a loser too." Yeah, I don't John, give a well, damn. Exactly, that's it too. It's it, all right. It is. It's relating to other people feeling the same way. Okay. Relating to somebody who you can think of as being so much higher on the right, end. and thinking, wow, they still the go through thing. crap too. Yeah, you know, yeah. So that's why. But yeah, that's I my songs, that. and that's about it. Can really. I throw this out? And no, I'm curious. We don't throw the whole episode out. No, I'm curious as to why three of us. And the song that is often indicated as being like the happiest of all Beatles songs. What? None of us picked Here Comes the Sun. I was I going to pick that, but I picked Good I Times Coming. I don't particularly coming. think it's the happiest of Beatles songs. But it's similar to Blow Away in, in the sense that something, you know, Here Comes the Sun. To it's the most positive I don't think it's the happiest. And there's a difference there. You're, yeah, you are correct. I think it's the most positive song, but I don't think it's necessarily the most happy song. That's all. And, and everybody is different. We, you know, we've all chosen. I don't think we overlapped on anything. No, I was going to well, pick we one. Partly because, with, yeah. you know, yeah, it was solo. When, when Robin is <laughs> well, the solo Well, because stuff. he didn't listen to us. So yeah, right. When we yeah. couldn't overlap because we didn't have but solo. It was, but it was good, no, but you're right. because no, like, he gave good a times coming, that's absolutely yeah. one of mine. Yeah. But Here Comes um, the Sun was on my, my original longer list. Right. And then I said, well, blow away. And, but, you know, think about it. On iTunes, what's the most popular song? Here comes the, the sun. sun. That's sun. what made me think of it. But yeah. that doesn't mean it makes people happy the most. Right. It just means it's a great song. And it is really weird. I mean, I when I jump over to the solo material and I think of the whole, like, the stuff that makes me happy, I am a huge, obvious lover of the, the Ram album. And the funny part of it is that it's the two side closers that make me the most happy. Backseat of my car always makes me happy mm-hmm. and 
as horribly negative as it is, Smile Away just uh, yeah. always makes me happy. Well, it's a I fun just, song. It's a fun song. I mean, it's a negative song. I could smell your feet a mile away. I mean, it's but it's just it just cracks me up every time. Well, all my mind does it for me. Interesting. Because it has such a cool drum beat, and it's also, right. you're just bopping. Yeah. That's all. I mean, that, yeah. there are some Snookeroo. songs. Snookeroo. Yeah. There always, are some songs. Always that, cheers yeah. me up. And, and there are just some songs that you can't explain why they make you happy. And they it, just do. And again, to correct me if I'm wrong, but if someone asked you for your list of your favorite Beatles songs, these would not necessarily no. be them. I mean, no. like I so said, any time at all would be. Yeah, but for some me, would Andrew overlap. Bird can sing. Would, but right. but a lot of right. a lot of them are not. Like I said, favorite Beatles songs could be for no one. That's not a happy song. Precisely. No, I agree. That's one of my favorites. That's one of me my too. favorites. That's too. why I mentioned it. Wow, but, it's really weird. But if you a, say it's that makes you happy, no, no it's a, one of the saddest songs you ever wrote. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. But it's one of the best. Yeah. That's why we clarified in the beginning. Or she said, she said, which is to me one of the best things John Lennon ever did and right. meanwhile it's doesn't cheer you up it's not a cheerful song neither does Tomorrow Never Knows no no so yeah so there are differences you know that which is why right. it comes to some maybe number one on iTunes but not the happiest song right it's very positive yeah. it is it's, it's a it's positive beautifully song positive one, but absolutely it may not make us happy so yeah. yeah so this is you know this has been a good show I think it's been a little shorter because we know you people don't like hearing us for seven hours a time so <laughs> you're only hearing us for a little less than an hour I know you're gonna start saying you know to what? us I can't believe you only did less than an hour what are you guys crazy we need short sh- sh- shows we do sometimes. need short shows so yeah. that's what this is so it's, you know what it is it's the idea being that I think the topic just needs to be covered. Yeah, right. and we, we originally said is, five, and we did about seven. Yeah, each. but but I yeah. think it's the so, idea too that right. when we do like the uh, album analysis and the reviews and stuff right. like that, that's us getting into minutia because that's right. what we do when that's, we're talking yeah. about you know our feelings about things. If we keep the idea to kind of like a you know narrow thing, yeah, we do shows that are and we an focus, hour. yeah, yeah and, we're and, and we're and totally focused. And what I always say when people ask about these type of shows. We could change our minds about all of them down the road, right? Well, yeah, yeah depending on oh, tomorrow other songs. I could be happy with you know, dear Prudence for yeah, some reason. Tomorrow never knows. Oh, shut oh, up! Oh man. On that note, <laughs> we are definitely going to end this show on an unhappy note um, because Tony did it again. But that's beside the point. So <laughs> yeah, shut. Don't even try that. My God, you may do great British accents, but your Birmingham sucks. <laughs> so for the happy free-for-all, Fab Four free-for-all. What are you suddenly turning into, Bullwinkle? <laughs> it's like, for the trick, happy Beatles song. That trick never works. <laughs> hey, Ron, watch me pull a rabbit out of my hat. That trick never works. <laughs> and now a word from our sponsor. Natasha, we must get to uh, Moose and Squirrel. No, no. He doesn't do it. <laughs> no, sorry. I'm, so, I'm sorry. thinking it's Fat Bastard uh, again. You know. <laughs> Natasha, let's get the Moose and Squirrel. I can only be me. I'm sorry. Oh, I gotta be me. I'm, we're doing many musical wow. numbers. Wow. I'm Mitch Axelrod, your moderator for the happiest show of the, of the whole series. And joining me has been... Rob Leonard. You could have said, you know, happy and grumpy and dopey and... But anyway, Rob Leonard, and who are you? There's two after love. <laughs> what? What? Happy what? and peppy and bursting with love. Oh. There's two after love. Oh, oh that's right. right. Oh. oh, my God. On that note, bye-bye, folks. We'll see you next week. Fab Four Free For All was edited and produced by Tony Chiguardo at Word of Mouth Studios in Westbury, New York. 
The opening and closing theme is My Dolly by the band The Badge, featuring longtime listener Jeff Slate, available on its debut album Digital Retro and recent Best Of compilation, as well as from the Fab Four Free For All website. Thanks for listening to Fab Four Free For All. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Fab Four Free For All. Is this a horse race? No, you're not yet. You're listening to the intro to the Fab Four Free For All. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> welcome to. That's what you guys say. Oh, that's right. You sounded like a horse racing announcer. No, I like that. And on the left, like they're coming over. Like coming up with Rob and then Mitch oh, and then Tony. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Fab Four Free For All. Let's get ready to roll. <laughs> that's a trademark. Be careful. I'm sorry. I didn't say eight seconds of it. No, that's a, that, that's get, a trademark. Oh, let's get ready. To Ringo! To Ringo! <laughs> Ringo! Yeah, Ringo. Right. Ringo! 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 All right, sorry. And welcome to another... I'm moderating. I you, moderating. You're moderating. So why are you moderating? <laughs> I forgot. You were just going, hey, I, I, I don't even know what show we're doing. I thought we were doing the one I'm moderating. No, I'm doing the, the happy... Do the happy, happy song dance. Thank you. Shut up, please, on the set. <laughs> <laughs> Sing along, junk. Here's a song about my junk. Has for skin a little thin. <laughs> I carry on. I've seen John's. <laughs> right, we'll My carry on. We've all, all seen John's. My junk is so good. <laughs> what is so funny about that? <laughs> Welcome to a happy edition of the Fab What do you read? Hercules, Hercules. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my baby. Uh, <laughs> I got to start that over. <laughs> Oh, oh, he's had too much. <laughs> oh, my baby. <laughs> Hercules. <laughs> Actually, I sit my kids in front of that and I just show them that part. It's like, <laughs> oh, it's All got right. the baby doing it. <laughs> oh, I crap my pants. I crap my pants. Oh, man. <laughs> If Barry White had eaten, <laughs> you're my first. You get fit to go, and you listen to the Beatles, and then everything in the country is fine. Oh my God. <laughs> what? And the country is fine. The country is fine. Listen to the Beatles. Get fit to go. Listen to the Beatles. <laughs> we love you. Can't get enough of your love, babe. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, my God. All of a sudden, we just totally went into Paul Rogers, not Paul McCartney. Uh, no, that was that was Barry White still. Okay. 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 Rob? Uh, I don't expect you to... Uh, Rob, do your Jimmy Carter. <laughs> no, don't. Uh, I can't. I can't. No, please don't. I won't. Okay. It's going to come out like, I I like peanuts. <laughs> peanuts? Oh. No, no. He's going to do a Scottish, lost, the Scottish guy. Lost uh, my peanuts. You, every, every, every. I'll do Dan Aykroyd do it, Jimmy. There you go. Do you have any almond brothers? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Right. More cowbell. Do you have any almond? <laughs> yeah. Remember, you're a pro, uh, human being on this planet. I'm, yeah. I'm All right, right now, now you took uh, a little too much hash. <laughs> now, now you've taken a little too much hash. <laughs> all of a sudden, you became Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton, that's a different guy. Oh, let's all big, have a celebratory a, cigar. He's a big uh, Beatles fan, by the way. Bill Clinton? Yeah, he is. Um, anyway, I'm going to start off. We know what off. makes him happy. Well, 
Happy, happy, joy, joy. Happy, happy, happy joy, joy. Happy, happy, joy. Hey, Ren. Hey, Ren. <laughs> stinky, stinky, you idiot. Did you know you just quoted John at the, when he was on stage with Elton John? What? So, so, I, so I can leave, so I can throw up. Oh, yeah, well, you know. <laughs> so I can get out of here and, and be, be sick. sick. <laughs> nice.